When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What was your big recipe discovery of 2020? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey. And Bradley, why are we asking people uh, what their recipe discovery was? Uh, thanks for asking, Colleen. Hey, kids. I know it's been a wacky year. And you've probably had a lot of time to hang out at your house and do stuff. So one of the things you've done, probably make some recipes. Mm. And you're not alone. In fact, uh, our friends over at the Today Show, they sent us this list of the 20 most searched recipes on Google for 2020. Mm. <laughs> And this is just that time of year where everybody kind of looks back and makes up fake lists. But I think there's some there there with this particular story. Um, if you look at Google's year in search, and we used to have our good friends at Google stop by the show. Um, and this is the kinds of things they would have talked about at the end of the year. Like, what are the 20 top recipes people Googled over the year? Mm-hmm. Um and it's because I think a lot of us have... Man, I really wish we could hear from somebody from Google this year to hear, because I bet the trends were all over. Oh, I'm sure. Because yeah. all we did was sit and search stuff. Anyway, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, and so one of the things that they measured was recipes people searched for. And I was like, yeah, I'm into this because you know people have been Googling all sorts of things that they normally wouldn't Google because we've all had a lot of time to, well, you know, churn butter... Uh, Bake bread and, mm-hmm. you know, butcher animals. I didn't butcher anything. I didn't either, but I'm saying, you Except know, for the English did. language and also the Hebrew language, frankly. Oh, wow. If I'm being honest. It's a twofer. Yeah, um, it is. But I looked through this list and I was like, I bet a lot of our listeners have made these things over the last year. And I bet you've, each one of us have found recipes this year that are now like staples in our, in our um, recipe box of favorites. Yeah. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. Give us a jingle, jangle, jingle, and let us know what you've been cooking, Colleen. Well, we do have somebody on the line. Oh, good. Get Who's to the on phones? the phone? House. Awesome. It's Mary. Okay. We've got Mary on the line. Hey, Mary. Uh, what is the recipe discovery of twenty twenty for you? Well, my friend actually taught me. It is a pizza crust. Okay. And it is Greek. Plain yogurt, self-rising flour, and voila. That's it. Good wow. to go. That's all you got to do? Now, Mary, can I tell you something else about that? Yes, sir. You can use that to make calzones, too. And you can also use that very same recipe to make, like, little pretzel bites. Oh, see? Yum, yum. And yeah, it's, so see, it's so easy. so versatile. Oh, yeah. Bingo. 
Bingo bango. Yeah. Thanks you. Voila. Thanks you. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> thank, th- thank you, Mary. Thanks you, Mary. Um, uh, what I would say is, or as the Queen would say, thanks. Thanks. Period. Um, I imagine it's because you got the acid in the yogurt, and then the self-rising flour has baking powder in it. And when you put an acid and baking powder together, it's going to create little air bubbles that will then allow your bread to rise. Okay. So what we learned from that. <laughs> Is that Bradley Trainer has spent a lot of time with bread recipes. I have. That was my <laughs> recipe. I mean, like, uh, mine is the same as the number one Google search for recipes this year, sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just think it's, that to me was the in- most interesting thing, was how everybody got on the sourdough mm-hmm. train. Like, at the same time. Everybody yeah. was like, you're either on it or you're off it. Yeah. And it left the station. You know, and what's even weirder is. Got, like, so good at making your breads. Uh, what's even weirder is I had been looking at sourdough recipes for months, but I was too uh, lazy to actually try it because it's it's a lot of work up front, right? Which actually it's mm-hmm. not very difficult. It's just a lot of work, um, and like learning something is always hard. But there was something about the pandemic that gave us all the courage and the time to just go for broke. And it's Can not just sour. Yeah, huh, what? Can I ask a question about your sourdough? Mm -hmm. Because you said it's like a lot of work up front. So like, I remember when you were feeding your beast, (laughs) but now that you're done feeding your beast, Mm -hmm. do you just have the same and you just can use it over and over? So I have a a little, a little, a small eight ounce jar and I take that jar out of the fridge and I feed it like on Friday and then it's ready to, I'm ready to start the recipe, which will take it. Let's be clear. It takes a while. So, but I can start the process on Friday. um, Do then there's a whole process on Saturday, and then I'm baking bread on Sunday. But yeah, now it's like, take it out, do the thing, leave it alone. Yeah. Once you get You've going, it's, it's a routine. Huh. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Christina's on the line. We've got Christine on the line. Christine, what is your uh, the recipe that, you, uh, that turned into your favorite of 2020? <laughs> Walking taco casserole. Ooh, tell us more. It's... <laughs> Oh, everybody loves walking tacos, and I'm just like, I just figured out a way to just kind of make it a casserole Minnesota thing, right? Doritos, crushed Doritos on the bottom, taco meat, um, and then a can of refried beans, and then I use the quesadilla white cheese and more Doritos on top, and then a little bit more cheese on the top, and then bake it, and then you can just put taco toppings on once you get it out, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, onions. Black olives, more cheese if you want, sour cream. Nice. My husband likes it with French dressing. Okay, um, that's what? a little too far. <laughs> French dressing? I don't even dressing? know how you come upon that discovery. Was he just like, <laughs> let's try this? Well, because you have the Dorito salad that's, that's the taco meat, lettuce, um, cheese, and crust up Doritos with the Western French dressing. Oh, I've never had that. So See, you're blowing like my mind. So casserole of that kind of thing. All right. With refried beans. But yeah, just layer it and go. I definitely think this sounds like a, like a warm and comfy like Wednesday night experience. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, Sunday. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Like any any day, week, really. Right? Christine, thank you for your call. 651-641-1071. Oh, yeah. uh, what French is dressing. your... What is your recipe discovery of 2020? What's uh, yours, Colleen? Do we have an, oh, do you want to know mine? I bet I know, um, but you tell me. Oh, I and don't I'll know tell you what, you what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I don't think you're going to say it. 
Hasselback potatoes. No, that's your recipe? Like Elizabeth that's, Hasselback? Well, yeah, she makes potatoes. Yeah, did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know what they were called, but I found them on the, Pinterest. That's, that's and, the potato that you slice. Like, it's still one big potato, but it's a bunch mm-hmm. of slices. It looks like mm-hmm. it, you know, like Edward Scissorhands. Sound. Yeah, had had his yeah. way with it, and then, and then you, it's like there's a lot of butter in it, and then you make it real crispy on the top. Oh, it's they're so good. What did you think it was? I thought you were going to say something like your yeasty rolls or your cheese. Oh yeah, I forgot about those ricotta cheese. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, ricotta cheese. Like uh, learning to make my own ricotta cheese was a game oh, it's changer. So easy, guys. <laughs> It's two I ingredients. No, it really is. It takes some time, but you know, once you get it done, you're just real proud. Mary'sNest.com. Uh, do we have any calls? Uh, yeah, we have a few more. Let's go to Carla. Okay, hi Carla. Carla, what was your big recipe discovery of 2020? So Stanley Tucci taught me how to make gnocchi. <gasps> Ooh, now, Tucci's gnocchi on Instagram. Okay, it's a pasta made out of potato. Yeah, and yeah. the best thing is you play him over and over again telling you how to do this but it's delicious and now i make it whenever i need to impress someone huh i love that gnocchi is like one of my favorites so carla when this is all over uh just let me know when to come over and you can impress me oh honey i will you need to come over anyway (laughs) thank you carla have a wonderful day Thanks, carla uh let's take one more quickie molly has the last word here Awesome. Hi, Molly. Molly, what was your recipe discovery of 2020? Um, I started making my own tortillas. <gasps> Ooh. Okay, this is like the next yeah. frontier for me. Is it easy? Yeah, it's really easy. It's kind of like a science, but also a little bit of skill. But And it's a waiting game also, like getting the, getting the in- ingredients to go right. But I got a stand mixer, a KitchenAid stand mixer for Christmas last year, and it made it so much easier because then you don't have to knead. Yeah, it does the kneading for you. So you just put it all in the stand mixer, and then you mix it up and put them out in little balls, and let them sit for ten to thirty minutes, and then you roll them out. And they're so much better than store bought because they don't have I all the added ingredients. Can I and ask? Did, thank you. Where did you did you go buy a recipe, or did you have? I feel like you yeah. need a grandma for like a good tortilla recipe. Well, I grew up with a friend in junior high school that her mom was from Mexico and that's kind of how I got the idea. I was like, Oh, I need to try this. And I just Googled the, re- the recipe. Yeah. You know, that's and, awesome. And I tweaked it a little bit to make it a little bit more um, friendly for my family, but Oh my gosh, there's so much better than store-bought. So okay. Much I think I'm going to have to do that this weekend. Thank you, Molly. Um, all right. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, let's talk about Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, there's all kinds of news coming out about Ellen DeGeneres today, but we're going to focus on one specific thing when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hey, how's it going over there? Oh, you know. So Ellen's in headlines today for a whole Oof. lot of reasons. Uh, yeah, not not a great day for her. Uh, this morning we learned that she has COVID mm. and uh, that she's feeling okay and she's probably going to be just fine, but that's not why we uh, decided to talk about it. So, yeah, I do want to just make a big fat caveat. Like, uh, I don't have any pleasure in sharing the story with you on the day that she's diagnosed with COVID-19. Right. So um, I'm going to be a little tandies, tenderonies for you guys. 
uh, with, chicken tandies with the Ellen because I want her to feel better and nobody deserves to uh, be sick. So, um, that said, I read an article uh, over at page <laughs> six last night and it talked about this BuzzFeed piece. So, I read a report of the report of the report, and That's apparently, staffers and sources with quote knowledge of the situation recently dished to BuzzFeed News about the true state of the midday staple. Now, I don't know what's true, and I do know this in Hollywood. Nothing is real, and everyone smokes. Right? Which means, um, I don't know how much of this is like some sort of attempt to make her look bad based on uh, the year she's already had, which has been relatively negative, uh, or if these are legitimate. But according to some employees, um, they claim that the production of digital content has taken a nosedive due to a lack of advertiser funds resulting in the series rearing old bits. The loss of sponsored can be blamed on both COVID, but also those months of bad publicity. And essentially, the report goes on to say that um, they're having a hard time booking people, especially A-list guests, um, because people are, again, if you believe them, afraid of being a part of Ellen's rehabilitation tour, like I'm don't use my good pub like my good name to make yourself look better. What they're implying is that she's trying to change her image, you know, by surrounding herself with positive imaged people, you know, hoping that a little bit of that'll rub off on them. And it's probably a combo platter of that, right? Like I don't want to be part of your image redo. Yeah. And also, I don't really want to be attached to your present image, period. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and again, how much of that is like a perception uh, versus reality? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, two employees claim the production of digital. I said that. Uh, quote, we're trying to be a content house, but we have no content. For the first time, everyone was starting to ask us, um, if you have an idea, tell us. Meaning the show was saying, if you have an idea, tell us because we'll listen. If you have an idea for a celeb, even if they're not A-list or famous, we'll take anyone who brings us numbers and eyeballs. That's when they started to be real that essentially just give us anything because we need help. Our old strategy is not working. And Mm -hmm. what that implies to me is that people are like, yeah, so we can't just pick up the phone and go, hey, you know, Britney, Madonna, these are people that weren't going on anyway, but you know what I mean? Like Justin Bieber, although he's probably right. still going to go on, but oh, he's been on. Yeah. But a lot of other people who maybe w- would normally not have to be con- convinced are now having to be convinced or are just saying, yeah, we don't want to align ourselves with Ellen right now. And you may say that's unfair. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. But have you met Hollywood? It's right. all about perception. So I believe that there's a total... Um, that perception is key. Yeah. Who said Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Like perception is key. I think you just said I, it. Okay. I think it was Coco Chanel. It wasn't? Okay, I tried. Um, no, but you're right. I think I think you're absolutely right. And I think that this is all... I think that this actually... She knows this, which is why her reaction when all of this stuff first came out was the way it was. Yeah. Which was very, like... It, it didn't go all one way or all the other way. Meaning, she could have just been like, yeah, we got problems. And we got to address these problems and it's bad and it's as bad as you think and now I know it and so I'm going to deal with it, right? Or she could have been like, nothing to see here. But what she did instead was sort of this middle ground version of that where she said, yeah, you know, there there are some things and we're going to take care of them and we're just going to be fine and there's also nothing to see here. You know, she didn't, she, she tried to keep her image um, sanitized through all of it. And I think that the exactly the reasons you're saying that people won't go on there because image is everything is exactly why she didn't she didn't deal with it. She didn't get too down and dirty with it. Well, I also imagine she that kept Ellen it very was like surface. that's none of your business. It's none of your business what goes on in my business behind the scenes. Like I can just mm-hmm. see whether that's whether you, whether that I mean ultimately time will tell and if people aren't willing to book themselves on the show it's kind of like okay, so here's a weird um uh analogy so it's kind of like the economy during the pandemic right like people are like oh hurry up and open stuff because we want to get back to the way things were well even if you open stuff people aren't going to go flocking back right away because they're unsure and mm-hmm. the perception is that like it's uh, it's not necessarily safe and until people feel safe they're not going to go flocking back and same with celebrities until they feel like they're not going to be judged mm-hmm. um or that their character their pers- the personality is not going to be tarnished in some way it's going to be hard for them to flock to ellen yeah no you're right um when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we have dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots yeah. coming at you after this on my talk 1071 Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey, bitches! And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 Do we have something to give away? Oh, we have the general feeling. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, 
Oh, so generous. We're giving away a Bella Classic Facial at Bella Derm Med Spa in Maple Grove. If you're the fourth caller at 651-641-1071 and you haven't won anything at the station in the past 30 days, it could be yours. Woohoo! All right, let's get to those dumb people doing dumb things. Okay, um, you're going to have to go first. Okay, cool. I can do that. Do it. Um, we are going to go to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hi, Ann. How's it going? We like your Arbor. Um, okay, so here's what happened. There's this guy. His name is Stephen Lee Wallace. He's 51. Okay. We know he's a crazy, stupid idiot. Why? Because he has three names. And he was real angry at his bankers at the Chase Bank in Ann Arbor. About 9.45 a.m. on Thursday, December the 3rd, Mr. Wallace entered the bank where he asked about a direct deposit that he had expected would be available in his account by that time on that date. And the banker was like, Oh, yeah, that's super frustrating when you think you're going to have that money available and it's not available. Mm. So we're really super sorry about that. But it just like hasn't cleared yet. And Mr. Wallace was like, "Uh, no, that is unacceptable and not appropriate. And he got real mad. Now, that's like just bringing your Karen energy to the bank so far, right? Like just I'm mad because I put my money in there. My money. I put my money in there. That's my money. Mm -hmm. So. His yelling at the bank teller, not super crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, right? Yeah. It was the way that he dealt with his anger that has um, landed him in the crazy, stupid, idiot segment of the Colleen and Bradley show on this Thursday. Uh, Do you want to guess what he did? I would like to know. Please and thank you. Oh, you just want me to tell you? You don't want to guess? Oh, uh, aliens? I can just tell aliens yeah. are not involved. Okay. So here's what had happened. He stomped out of the bank, super angry. And as he left, he first uprooted a mailbox. Then, and this is a little bit like, you're going to have this moment where you're going to think maybe he was on, let's make a deal and had a <laughs> lot of really cool stuff in his purse. Yeah. He uprooted a mailbox and then he tied the doors of the bank shut um, with a with a guitar string. Oh, that's intense. And then he began to bang on the front door, which he could not then open because he'd tied it shut with a guitar string. I bet it was the G string. That one's real sturdy. Did you say G anyway, string? No, the G string on the guitar is the thick string. It's like the big string. Is that the why they call it a G string, string down there? Good question. I always thought the G stood for groin. Groin string? I don't. Well, okay. come on. Can, can we maybe gentle uh, string? We go to the internet. Holly, would you please research that while I finish telling you about what Mister Wallace did to the bank? Yeah. Um. Anyway, he he tied the door shut with a string. Maybe it was the G string uh, of a guitar, and then he banged on the front door, and then he started to throw objects at the atm outside and the last the final straw the the last thing he did that uh that really got him in trouble that put them all the way over the edge yeah he found an animal trap with a concrete base and threw it through the window of the bank what 
Yeah. And then he also threw another thing through the drive through window of the bank, and then he got on his bike and pedaled away. That was his getaway car. They found him uh, just a few moments later pedaling his bike on the street, and they arrested him without incident. There were no injuries reported, which is a good thing, and uh, the damage caused to the bank is estimated to be more than $10,000. Oh, my God. That's just... No word on what the damage to the guitar was. Or the Holly. G-string. Mm-hmm. Yes, Did we Holly. learn anything? Yes. G-string stands for the word genital. Oh. Oh, yeah. Gentle string. Genital yes. String. The oh, Merriam-Webster definition of G-string hey. is, quote, an article of clothing that consists of a thin strip of cloth covering the genitals with the back portion made up of a string-like piece of fabric that passes between the buttocks and connects with a very thin waistband. Mm. Wow, you really learn something new every day. I appreciate I wonder if Nicolas yeah. Cage will be covering that in his uh, Netflix special. About swearing? About swear words. Could be. We'll have to tune in. Do you have a crazy, stupid idiot to share with us, Bradley? I do. Um, and I have a couple options, but I'm gonna, I think we're going to go with this one, because I think this, this is the story that you need to hear. And it takes us to Sutherlandshire in Australia. Hmm. It's my favorite Shire. Yeah, is it? Um, and it's all about a toilet. So sit down and and uh, gather around, ye children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to tell you. So apparently, um, these people redid their bathroom, and they got a brand new toilet. And these construction workers. Her name is Nadia, by the way, the owner of the home. Nadia from Sutherlandshire in Australia. She hired a group of construction workers to do a bit of work on her home. One of the things was to install a brand new toilet. Um, And she, you know, like any home improvement project, and I know you've had this experience that when you have a big, giant home improvement project, you oftentimes, like the workers are there all day, and they need a place to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So you actually bring out a port loo or something, mm-hmm. a biffy or whatever you call it in your neck of the woods. Which, by the way, came in real handy during COVID time. We had people outside and I could just say, you can use the biffy. Yeah, there you go. Um, so they they installed an outdoor toilet. And, um, you know, so they had this work done on their house. But then after everything was installed, they, well, frankly, they they noticed something. That was not good. So they installed the new toilet. They did all the home things, you know, bobbity blue. But uh, Nadia, upon inspection, realized that, well, the construction workers didn't actually use the provided portaloo. Uh oh. Do you know what they did? I do. Do I want to know? I. Uh... They took, in the words of Nadia, they took her new toilet's virginity. <gasps> yeah. No, that's rude. Well, what does it even mean? Well, mean christened, she was so disgusted the that they dropped a deuce in her brand new toilet before she had the chance to christen the bowl. Oh, uh-uh. 
that she left them a nasty note. Uh. And it's the nasty note, I think, that earns her crazy stupid idiot status. Quote, Dear tradesmen, the toilets in this house are not rightfully yours to use. We are paying for an outdoor toilet for your use. Not only did you take the virginity of our toilets, but you disrespectfully ignored the seal sign, ripped the tape, and continued to doo-doo in the bowl. And after that happened, they weren't done. So they came back the next day to do the work, and she left that passive-aggressive note. Well, somebody dropped a deuce again. And on the second time... Wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I'd be like, and I'm going to leave a big... And I ain't flushing this time. Mm -hmm. And so then she leaves another note, which says, This is now the second time I'm cleaning your... From this toilet. This is a criminal act. Please do not do it again. It's a criminal act. Yeah, well, I mean, is she was a though? little maybe she was okay. overreacting, I think, you which think? is why she's a crazy, <laughs> stupid idiot. Um, but I do love the notion of like taking a toilet's virginity. Like, do you really feel that? Spe- like, oh, I really wanted to crap in it first. Oh, I mean, I get it though. Do you? Yeah. Like, you'd be up, you'd be put out if somebody do. I mean, I'm just grateful that they had a place to go. Yeah, I mean, there are so many options um, (laughs) when you have to go. There's so many places. We know this. We've seen somebody do that in a Tim Hortons. Yeah, just like Uh, fling it out of their behind. We've seen somebody do that, uh, you know, on the sidewalk. Remember the running pooper? Remember that one? um, The, there were multiple running poopers. I mean, that happens. My point is that when when it comes to pooing, you have choices, and um, some of them are good choices, and some of them are bad choices. And I would say anytime it lands in the proper receptacle, whether or not you were expecting that, that's a good that's a good do. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just grateful you got it in the bowl. Exactly. If it didn't, you know, if it landed on the floor. Honestly, like, I thought you were going to try to tell me that, like, they used that to insulate the addition on her house or something. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be I don't hilarious. Know. Isn't that I just let my brain run wild. Isn't that always a mystery, though? When you find yourself in a in a place and you walk in and you're like, okay, I have to use the facilities out in public. And then stuff just missed the mark. And then you're <laughs> like, there's a story here. Oh, I was like... <laughs> You mean if you're if you're happening upon somebody's yes yeah I always wonder that too because like I'm very careful correct or actually I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to change that statement I don't find I ever really have a problem getting it in the bowl right now you're urinating for a man sure I can see people willy nilly with their willy. Uh, <laughs> spraying things they shouldn't, and that Letting happens. Letting their willy nilly. But like the the, uh, you have to really try to miss that mark. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a story there. There is a story, and most sometimes I'm curious about what that <laughs> like, story what is. Were, that's that would be like a good like f- like scene in a film, like weird dookie configuration, and that like you open on that. And then the rest of the movie is how we got there. 
Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. Uh, can Ira Glass make a podcast series <laughs> on that, please? Yeah. And you'll find like some like truth of, of life. Yeah. So less disgusting. I do want you guys to know I have, I feel like that about a shoe in a road. Whenever I see a shoe oh, in yeah. a road, I'm like, how did that get there? Yesterday when I was driving into the, no, it was two days ago, driving into the station, I drove over a bridge that goes over 94 and there was a wheelchair just sitting there empty in the middle of the bridge. <laughs> and a can of Diet Coke, like, set <laughs> oh, on no. the bridge. Oh, no. And nobody oh, was no. there. I know. And I thought the worst, too. But then I thought, well, no. Like, but I want to know what ha- Where's the... How did... The, what? I just had a lot of questions. Yeah. No, I'm totally there for you. It's like, um, there used to be a lot of... Uh, I'd take my dog on walks, and she would find chicken bones. Just like, there'd all... Like, there was... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, like a year where it was just like every time we went on a walk, she would find a chicken bone in the grass somewhere. And I'm like, how are people dropping chicken bones? And then I realized... It was squirrels and squirrels will get into your garbage Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. will find your chicken bones and run Mm -hmm. off with them and then Mm -hmm. drop them. But it took me so long to try to understand who was the fool just like mowing down (laughs) chicken and throwing it bones. (laughs) I'm like, I don't get it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time. Every day at 2.45, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.